Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the midweek edition of the We Are Podcast on DK Sports Radio. This is your host, Jared Prugar. Welcome today. We have a lot to talk about. Obviously, the land-grant trophy is, is at the front of everybody's mind. But let's take a look around the Big Ten and what's going on. COVID is just running rampant through uh, many of the Big Ten con- or many of the Big Ten conference teams, and today it was announced that the game, Michigan and Ohio State, would be canceled because of uh, what's going on through Michigan's what's going on through Michigan's program. And it's a shame for college football that that game doesn't get to be played. It's it's obviously one of the top rivalry games uh, throughout the country now. Penn or not Penn State, but Ohio State was uh, they opened as thirty point favorites over the Wolverines, who have been struggling most of the season. But the, there's no flexibility for the game to get rescheduled. The Big Ten uh, looks look, they look like a bunch of goofs for for lack of a better phrase because they they sat on their hands and waited. Um, had they been a little bit more proactive. Uh, in in deciding to return to the uh, to play, you know I think that would have been important. But here we are. They they sat on their hands and and in my opinion they dropped the ball and they left themselves with with no other choice than to kind of sit there and and have to take this. But so now you get a you get a rivalry game that's not going to happen. You've got an Ohio State team that is five and zero and and far and away the best team in the country, or not the best team in the country, but the best team in the conference, hands down, and one of the best teams in the country. And they might not even be eligible to play in the conference championship game. They've, they're sitting at five games. They need a sixth. Their sixth wouldn't come until next week, or would would have been the Michigan game um, because of the them missing some games earlier this season, but. So there's that. There's obvious, and I'm sure the Big Ten, you know, now they have to, they have to look themselves in the mirror. And number one, they're to blame. Number two, okay, are we a conference of principle or are we a conference of money? Because if Ohio State doesn't make it to the Big Ten championship game and play in that game and, and win and go on to play in the in the college football playoff, which for all intents and purposes is most likely the case. Um, should they win the Big Ten championship, then the Big Ten loses out on a boatload of money because no matter what happens, Northwestern, if they win the Big Ten championship, they're not going to the playoff. If Indiana, the team that would be the the next team behind Ohio State, makes it to the championship and wins, they're not going to the playoff, especially after their one loss came to Ohio State. So the Big Ten has some decisions on their hands, and I don't know that... there's no right or wrong way to go about this in my opinion, but the big 10 has to sit there and, and, and look themselves in the face, the chancellors, the president, whoever needs to make these decisions and say, do we want to make the money or do we want to make ourselves, you know, a matter, a conference of principle and everything about the 2020 season has been about the money. It's, you know, the conferences that opted out, that, that opted not to play or that are the conferences that aren't making money playing football unless they're playing against big time teams and or you're like the Ivy League and you're not making much money if at any um, uh, at, at those schools when it comes to football um, or other sports so 
you look at you look at that in a conference only schedule you don't have any fans so you're not having any revenue you're not you're not making any money other than what you're making in on tv so yeah every conference is going to be desperate for money um penn state has talked about being tens and tens of millions of dollars in the hole because of because of everything going on you you can't fill up a 110 seat stadium 110,000 seat stadium six times a year or five times a year and and not expect to be in the hole somewhat um you've got traveling expenses that are not being covered or offset by those by those uh gate revenues so yeah it's everybody in the big 10 is hurting i think as far as money goes so i'm very interested to see um how that goes for the big 10 but do they do they stand up for an Indiana? Now, it, it's tough because if Indiana had beat Ohio State, we'd be in a different situation. But because Indiana did not, now, granted, they're having a great season. They're a, a top 15 team, um, and I think that's I think that's great for them. I think Tom Allen is, is doing a great job at Indiana, uh, seeing them up close in person this year. You know, they're doing the right things, and I think Indiana is going to be one of the teams – they could eventually be a team to beat in the um, in the Big Ten moving forward. So, you know, it's it's going to be interesting how they handle this because it, it's a lose lose for everybody. There's, I mean, every decision that you that you make is probably going to upset somebody. Um, whether it's Ohio State, you know, are like, oh well, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna switch the rules and say since you guys didn't get your five games. Um, then you guys can be in. Now, don't get me wrong. Ohio State, Ohio State, um, would is very well deserving. I've watched them in person. I've watched them. They're they're a dominant team. So that's you know that's one of those things, and they deserve it. They deserve it. But also too does a team like Indiana now who who hasn't had those issues that was able to play every game. So. You know, do you reward that? Like, how how do you go about um, doing that? So, and they're, you know, they could have a six game, but you know, the Big Ten has limited non conference games. They they nixed Nebraska from comp- competing out of conference. Now, will they bend over backwards for Ohio State? Who that's that remains to be seen. So, the Big Ten obviously has a big decision to make. Do you let Ohio State? In the in the Big Ten championship and set that precedent that you know in, in case this were to happen again, um, but I mean you look down the road and if they were to I guess ease the rules um, so to speak, you get you could have the potential of a of an Ohio State playing a Texas A and M this year or t- playing this week rather than Ohio State playing a two and four Michigan team. So there are a lot. There's a lot to be decided here with these decisions that uh, the, that the Big Ten has to make, and like I said, I don't. I don't think that there's there's an absolutely right one, but that's that's 2020 in a nutshell. You know, it's and that might be the biggest win that Michigan has is to not let Ohio State get to the Big Ten championship by way of not playing, and there are there have been I think uh, from what I've seen over 45 cases. Or, or they would have been missing 45 players due to COVID issues at Michigan for that game. That's obviously no way to run it. That's no way to play play a game. Um, but 
it's it's a big this game is so iconic and it's so you know um it, it's such a, a bad it's such a terrible thing that, that we don't get to see it uh that noon kickoff last week of the season you just know that that's that's always the case um but you know luckily for the big 10 they had the land grant trophy uh game with michigan state and penn state that as of right now is still going to be played hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ah, the Land Grant Trophy. The most beautiful piece of architecture, the most beautiful piece of, of, of hardware that you can get in the Big Ten, in my opinion. Um, it's, it's on the line Saturday and at Penn State. So it's... You know, it's it's one of those things. It's just majestic. It's it's what's all good about um, about Penn State and Michigan, Michigan State. Now, the trophy came about by way of um, somebody that has ties to Pennsylvania and and Michigan State, um, George Pearls, who was also a former Steelers assistant coach in his time before coaching at uh, Michigan State. Now, he he unfortunately passed away January twentieth. Of, of this year, but he, um, he was one of those, he, he went to Joe Paterno at the time and, and talked about creating a game, uh, creating an end of the season matchup, um, and a trophy game. And because the two, they're the two first land grant trophy are uh, not land grant trophy, but land grant schools in the country, um, formed in 1855, they're only, just a few, um, a few hours or a few days apart. So it's very, it's been very interesting to see how this has been, uh, has developed over the course of, um, the last few seasons and, and time, because as soon as Penn state was able to get to the big 10 is when this, uh, when this started now, obviously, um, you know, you look at, at the trophy game, you look and and you look that there's, the victory bell and, and there's a bunch of different other things uh, throughout the Big Ten that make it neat. Um, obviously, the game that we don't really get to see this year uh, with Michigan and Ohio State because of all the issues with the virus. But man, there's just nothing quite like the the Land Grant Trophy. Now, Pearls is also the guy that designed it, and I can tell why he was a football coach. Um, I mean, you you look at the Land Grant Trophy, and it's got statues of their Spartan. It's got the Lion Shrine. It's got Beaumont Tower, their building, their signature building, and Old Main Penn State's building. It's it's just this beautiful piece of of trophy, and it is about two and a half to three feet tall. And I would feel like I am five five ish, uh, five seven on my driver's license. Uh, for those wondering at home, and it goes up to probably about my stomach, the, uh, right above my stomach, and it's just you know if you have the opportunity to see this, see this trophy, it, it's just it's just so beautiful. Um, but the 
Penn State is is one won it last year, and it's very it's very possible that it could be returned home to to or stay at home in Happy Valley with a victory this weekend. So it you know Michigan State has has struggled this year um, under Mel Tucker, who might have had the single greatest quote I I I've seen on the um, on the Land Grant Trophy, in which. Um, in which he said, I haven't evaluated the aesthetics of the trophy. I would like to have it, but obviously they're just not going to give it to us, so we're going to have to earn it. But ugly trophies, ugly babies, you want to have them. And I don't know that there's anything that could sum up this game more than that. Um, I don't necessarily agree with how ugly the trophy is, but it, it's it's a cult figure. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a Big Ten cult form. It, it's... It's what makes college football so fun because you don't get a game like this when the Steelers or the Ravens play or the Steelers or the Eagles play. Um, they don't hand out the they don't give out the Liberty Bell or a replica of the Victory Bell to the winner of that game. But in college football, you get that, and that's what makes college football so cool and so neat. The traditions, the history, um, you know this this rivalry or this game started in 1993 and has been back and forth throughout the time. So it's it's been very cool to see it develop and and it's been a meaningful game with with Penn State playing Michigan State in 2016 uh to clinch their berth in the Big 10 Championship game. So it it's it's been it's definitely been a meaningful game over the course of uh of the years and I think Penn State has as good a chance as any is is returning home um returning the Langerand Trophy back to to Happy Valley and to keep it there, um, much like it has been. So it's going to be interesting to see how Penn State comes out. Uh, we talked a little bit about the Will Levis project and the Falcon package uh, in my most recent article for DK Pittsburgh Sports. Um, that you can hop on over and see that on the site now after after you're done listening. But they ran Will Levis 17 times against Rutgers, not as a running back, not not as a as a receiver. Or an H back or a fullback, he ran seventeen times, lightened up as the quarterback, um, and in a, and as the backup. So I talked to I talked in my article about how you can develop that and how you can kind of put it put it in a more of a position to succeed um, if you're going to run that that gimmicky package. Now, Penn State's no stranger to this; They're, they've done it before with Tommy Stevens and the Lion package, but. Now it, it's a situation where you know what's coming, and Rutgers definitely knew what's coming. Everybody, everybody on Twitter, everybody on Facebook, everybody on Instagram, TikTok, your your couch, my couch, everybody knew it was coming, and Rutgers still did nothing to stop it. Against Rutgers, that's great. Uh, it's awesome, but obviously there aren't very many high quality teams left on the schedule. No disrespect to a Michigan State or whoever Penn State plays in week nine or potentially the bowl. But it's – they could afford to do that against Rutgers. You don't need style points when you're not playing for a New Year's Day bowl. So you just want wins. And when you're when you're two and four or, or one and five or two and six or whatever, you're looking for the win rather than the style points. And I get it. I, I understand in a, on a terribly – Terrible weather day. Um, you run it, and you minimize the mistakes your quarterbacks can make. So I get the idea. You just kind of have to 
just kind of have to roll with it with the Levis package. But they're going to need more than that to beat Michigan State. The defense has got to come out and play very well like they have been. Uh, they kept Rutgers at bay throughout the afternoon, and that was it was a, the most impressive performance the defense has had all year. So getting that, getting consistent play out of Sean Clifford where he's not turning the ball over, and he did get back into those some of those bad habits um, on Saturday. But if Penn State's able to come out and play just like that, even with it, that turnover, Penn State wins and beats Michigan, um, I think, handily. So if they win... It sets up a Week 9 matchup that obviously is up in the air. You you don't know who they're going to play yet. Um, but it's going to be somebody from the bottom half of the Big Ten West. So you could get a Purdue. You could get an Illinois. You're not going to get a Nebraska. Uh, they don't want to have that as a rematch, which makes sense. We already saw that that type of game. So they could get a Minnesota as well. So should Penn State win there? Then, you know, you're looking at a four and five Penn State team that has the potential to go to a bowl game. Now, it's not going to be a New Year's Six game. It's not going to be, you know, uh, a top tier bowl game, but it's going to be one of those bowl games that it, it could be a second tier, third tier game, but it's still going to have Penn State in it. So a win against Michigan State sets them up for week nine and the potential to, to go play in the play, postseason, which is, uh, which when we talked two weeks ago, I don't think anybody thought that that was a real possibility. But here we are. We get set for the land-grant trophy week, uh, trophy game, and we get ready to see what Penn State has in store uh, for the rest of the season and if they can get to get to the postseason. So thank you again for listening. Uh, rate, download, everything you can do. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. This has been your host, Jared Prugar, on the We Are podcast on DK Sports Radio. Enjoy the rest of your week and stay safe.